Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Mark Moss Show, where we talk about, of course, the way the world is changing. And of course, you see that. You see it happening every day. And we look at it through the lens of politics, finance, and of course, technology, which is always what's changing the world. You know, I like to bring to you some late breaking news so you can see how the world's changing. And of course, some really interesting guests so you don't have to listen to my opinion all the time. And I am so excited to have uh, my friend Dutch Mendenhall in with me today. He's the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified. You've been hearing me talk about him on the radio for quite a while. Talking about his new book that he's uh, written called Money Shackles. And uh, boy, him and I, we, we were hitting it off. We were talking about all these war stories before we were recording. Um, and uh, Dutch, you know, we were talking about some of our war stories, if you will, of uh, dealing with, um, I don't know if I want to say this, but, uh, you know, dealing in the real estate game. I mean, any business one man who's been around for a long time has war stories. And I think you were saying, like, um, it's not any big deal. Well, it's, it's not a big deal to some people. <laughs> Other people it is. Uh, but you were talking about how um, in real estate specifically, we both have war stories in real estate. And I had to go work in the hood in South Central Compton Watts. And you were saying that for your new people, you'd want to stick them to Philly because <laughs> if they can go to Philly. And then you were saying that as long as people just realize that they're going to someone else's hood, uh, they're waving and smiling, they'll, they'll, they'll get along okay. Uh, and then you were about to tell us one more story I wanted to save for the radio. So we'll, go ahead, fill us in. Let's just jump in. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. So we were on a, a, a trip. We had done an educational seminar, and we were on a trip with about 40 of our students slash investors. And we had pulled up onto this property, and there's just chicken coops everywhere, right, and roosters everywhere. And before I can stop everybody from getting out of the vehicle, we have these, like, 30 students that are up on this fence line. It's because we are going to go. It was a tax deed, tax lien foreclosure auction, right? Um, and so it's absolutely clear, right, a, 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 you know, chicken fighting 
um, you know, training or chicken fighting, raising, right, area. And they even had a, like a, a ring, right, it ring on the property. And, and next thing I know, I'm like trying to get everybody back into the vehicle. And these guys come out of the front door and they let about 10 uh, Rottweilers right out their front door of their house. And they just, you know, it's just pretty funny getting all my students back in a bus and, you know, and, and just being able to talk to the individuals and they were, but that was one of the scariest moments, just seeing all them dogs coming out of that, out of that house. Like, like it was, it was, it was super, super, everything was super fast, but you just got to slow everything down. But I've always said, you know, when, when you're working in rougher neighborhoods or you're dealing with people with foreclosures, you just got to respect them. You treat people right. You'll be able to get through it with them, right? Most people are in, in some type of painful situation. And, and, you know, as an investors, we get a bad name because people think we're trying to steal people's homes or treat people poorly. And for us, we actually just want to give people positive solutions, right? right? And, and so often people are going to lose their homes. They're going to, they're going to lose to the banks, right? It's not, it's not us as an investor that is taking their home. It's, it's a bank or it's a government entity with tax liens, tax deeds, right? And so for us, we just want to try and treat the people that live in there, people that have been through a foreclosure, just treat them with respect, um, give them solutions, give them an ability, an option to be able to buy back their property. But it, it's, it's interesting. I, but I say, yeah, every one of my acquisition team members, I train them in yeah. Philly. Like they will go through, you know, the rougher parts of Philly. Um, and, and if they, I figure if they can cut it and they can make it in Philly as a, as a real estate, you know, investor, a real estate actor, they can make it anywhere in America. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think though, the last couple of years, our teams have actually had to work in luxury real estate more. So they've been in high end neighborhoods. And so it's actually kind of been on the opposite with hyperinflation and those kind of things, choosing location, knowing those properties were going to go up in value faster. Um, it was was very interesting. Now I've had to go and flip the script on them again, though, because as interest rates go up, rents go up. And so rental properties, right, and, and small portfolios is built. We've been buying. We just bought a 44 house portfolio and a 28 house short sale uh, in the last in the last few months. And so those are, you know, you know, bigger, bigger deals, bigger transactions. Um, but the market shifted. And so I've got them flipped back from from luxury, luxury beach houses. And I got them back to, you know, picking up rental properties and rental neighborhoods. And so, you know, the game changes as the markets and the economy changes. I love how you say that. Um, and that's an important uh, point that I just want to hammer on for a minute for everybody listening. You know, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Mark, Mark Moss show, we're talking with Dutch Mendehall. He is the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified, um, helping people create more wealth for themselves, which is what I'm trying to do for you as well. But I, I love that point that you just said right there. Um, and it's something that I got smacked in the face with after the 2008 collapse, which is that there's no such thing as good and bad timing. There's just good and bad strategies. And so when times change, you just got to change your strategy, right? Uh, I can make money on a stock going up. I can also make money on a stock going down. I just have to change from long to short. And so kind of what you just highlighted where like, hey, because the market changed, because rates went up, we moved, uh, we used to do low income, we moved to the beach, but now we had to go back to rental properties, for example. And so you've just sort of changed your strategy, but you're finding ways to still provide value and create value, right? Absolutely. You know, the, the day I realized, like one of my big breakthroughs was the day I realized when, you know, they move the markets, right? The markets move. And, and, and so if you're not paying attention, right? I, recent thing I saw um, was, you know, almost 88% of the S&P 500 companies are owned, you know, by a handful of companies, yeah, by three, you know, <laughs> and, and have majority ownership by three yeah. of them, right? And, and you know, Vanguard and, and, and BlackRock and, and State um, Street, can't remember what the third one, is. State Street, right? And, and so like, if they choose to move the markets, the markets are going to move. Um, if, if they choose to the interest rates are going to go up. You know, there's things that went. If you go back to the 70s uh, during during the Carter days, right, 76 to 80, you know, unemployment went up to 13 percent. We got to a point in time where uh, interest rates were the highest they had been in our lifetimes, and, and and the market moved. 
And so as that market moves, the game, the game changes. And so we just need to be ahead of that. Um, if you're behind it, you're going to lose. Yeah, no, it's great. And you, you do need to understand what's going on there. That's actually what caused my problem in 2008 was I had done really well with my real estate, uh, all of that I had done, I, I created two different businesses. I had exits on both of those, a medical business and e-commerce business. And like, I was good, but I wasn't paying attention to the, what the bigger macro cycle, what the market's doing, what the fed was doing. And so I got caught off guard by that. And if you can, if you can pay attention to that and then you can learn to pivot your strategies, then you can sort of ride those waves. Uh, but that, that's where I got caught off guard and, you know, sort of back to like trading our war stories. Uh, they say that success is a horrible teacher. <laughs> Right. Uh, and so we learn we learn from those mistakes uh, if, you, if you don't get wiped out too bad. Um, I'm sure you've had the only, way, good. the only way to keep going through those through like we all learned in 08. Right. There was a lot that I learned in 08. I went from a whole lot of equity to a whole lot less equity like that. And so, you know, when 2020 was coming, you know, we were more prepared for it. But, you know, we made it through 08 because I think the thing you have to realize is that the, the game shifts and economies get tough. It creates big buy opportunities. Yeah. Like right now, we're in the best buy opportunity I've been in, in my lifetime. But it's just like you were saying, you sold businesses, you sold companies. Ten years ago, I didn't know about an opportunity zone investment fund. I didn't understand 31, 1031 exchanges. I didn't understand all of the different ways that a business owner or a real estate owner can utilize the tax code. And so we opened an opportunity zone fund because our students and our investors came to us and, and asked us to. And then we had to get you know very good at understanding the tax code and doing those things. And so you know I'm sure when that first time you sold a business, you didn't realize, oh crap, I have a ton of taxes I'm gonna have to pay. What do I do? How do I make sure that um, the money continues to invest versus versus you know the government getting it? And it's one of the, the charts actually we put in money shackles where it shows the cycle between your taxes um, and your investments um, and, and how that affects your overall returns and how that compounds over a decade. And, and bad tax utilization over, the, over, over a decade can cost you millions of dollars. And, and so it's important that you understand, but we learn. And, but if you stop learning, the game's going to change on you and it's going to shift and then you're going to get behind. Yeah. Boy, that's such an important point. And it's one that I talk about all the time. And, and, and this is a perfect time to kind of, you've illustrated it, where really I, I think about capital in three different ways. And so we certainly have financial capital. That's the amount of money or capital that we have available mm -hmm. to us. But we also have our mental capital. And then we also have our relational capital. So you have these funds and so yeah. you have relationships with people that give you money. You have relationships that people that bring you a 25 pack of homes. Like how do you even get that? So you have relational capital, but you also have the mental capital. So you've learned these things along the way, right? You've learned now about 1031s or op opportunity zones or, or tax efficiency. And so you didn't know those. And so most people only think about financial capital, which is probably the hardest one to gain. It doesn't have to be yours. It could be other people's, but financial capital, but really the mental capital the tax efficiency, the opportunity to do that's what really builds in. And of course, the relational capital. And so I like to pound on all three of those. And I'm going to dig into that with you. But you know, I know I've been talking about for a while. So I'm super excited to have you on. We've been talking about this launch of this new book that you wrote, uh, Money Shackle. So I really want to dive into that. If you just tune in, you're listening to the Mark Moss show, of course, always talking about the decentralized revolution, how the world is changing money, politics, finance, it's all coming together. I'm sitting down with Dutch Mendhall, but I got to take a very quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to learn about the book, Money Shackles, and what you can do to change your financial future and have the American dream. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. I'm sitting down with Dutch Mendehall. He is the co-founder and the CEO of Rad Diversified, and he wrote a brand new book called Money Shackles, and that's what I'm excited to talk to you about today, Dutch, um, because it's stuff that, you know, before the break we were talking about where, um, you know, we have financial capital, but we also have these, this mental capital, um, and these are some of the ideas and our knowledge, our skill set, things like that, and then we also have, you know, relational capital, and I, I think all those are important. When I had to rebuild after 2008, I didn't have any more financial capital, but I still had the mental and I still had the relational, and I was able to build it back up pretty quickly. Uh, but, you know, you wrote about some of these, like, uh, I think, like, this mental capital or the lack thereof, right, where these, these, these things that we've learned, I think, that have held us back. Is that sort of how that book is framed up? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible book, right? It's like Americans feel, are made to feel guilty about debt all the time. Dave, Dave and, Ramsey, and every, you're to blame. <laughs> Yeah, every super uber wealthy person right in the planet right utilize debt as an effective tool and 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 yeah the bible says don't be a slave to the lender but it doesn't say don't use debt right um and so if you use debt effectively as an american um you can build wealth if you're going to build true wealth in real estate then you need to be able to use debt wealth and so it's kind of breaking that stigmata when it comes to uh debt and that part of it but it's also more than that it's about a relationship with money if if, if americans have a healthy relationship with money, they'll make good money decisions. And so there's a part of the foundation. And then it goes back into deep into the alternative investment space, which you and I absolutely love, right? I think Wall Street is, I, I call it Bull Street. Um, it, it's a yo-yo cycle. It's a monopoly, right, on the financial markets. To me, in 2012, there's this little act that was passed called the Jobs Act. And it opened up 
an industry, an arena for Americans to be able to invest in crowdfunding, fractionalized ownership in businesses. For this first time, a non-accredited um, successful person, right, can go and invest and be an angel investor, be, be a, uh, someone who can buy a part of a farm, yeah. someone who can buy a part of a luxury house fractional, on a beach fractional and be able to get all the success from it. With, without without having to have all the money and all the capital and all of the risk. And they also can diversify their risk by lots and lots of different investments. I always hate the fact that there's financial planners out there who've never built wealth, who've never retired, and suddenly you know an average person has to go to them and say, hey, can I trust you with my yeah. money? Um, you took some courses, you took some class, your, your company taught you some stuff, can I trust you with my money? And, and what alternative do they have? And so for the Money Shackles is all about helping an everyday you know, professional uh, working American figure out, hey, what am I going to do with my money? Yeah. And it starts you know, at the very beginning. And a lot of Americans think they don't have money to invest, but you do. A lot of Americans think home ownership is beyond their reach because of the rising home prices. More often than not, they have more than enough money to be able to buy a home. One of our, actually, you met him earlier, our, our director of ad advertising, right? Patrick Keller for our company, right? You know, he's a young kid and, and, and he owns a house because he followed the steps. He followed the process. He went through what you need to do. And now instead of having to wait 30 years to have good amount of money working for him, now his house is appreciating. He's getting the tax write-offs of depreciation. He's having all of these benefits. And if he starts in his 20s, the game will change forever, right. right? What happens is a lot of Americans, it's almost too late. They're in their 40s, they're in their 50s, and now they're feeling the, the retirement pressure, they're feeling that bug. And so what Money Shackles is about showing them, you know, maybe there is an accelerated way for you to be success. There is a way to balance your investments between high risk and low risk, and there is high return. And, and, and all of those things is, is huge in the book, and it has, um, it's not just about learning, because you and I can sit here and give them lessons all day long, but it is about checklists. It is about charts that they can simply follow. It is about being able to know, like here's, here, if you're looking at a company, here's how you do due diligence. Here's if a company is absolutely full of crap, what, what are the signs? What are the red flags? And so it gives them all of these pieces to be able to check off and it makes a huge difference versus trying to rely I mean, people have lives. They got to be parents. They got to be spouses. They got to have careers. And now they're suddenly supposed to be financial experts yeah. in order to invest their own yeah. money. Well, they, they need easy tools to yeah. do it. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, and, and it's, uh, you know, the, the Wall Street industrial complex has created this very, very complex, uh, you know, opaque uh, system that then makes you rely on them. And it's crazy, like how many people have spent so much time, effort, energy to go to school, get good grades, go to good college, uh, you know, get, get additional degrees, further work to further their career, and then all this time to make money. And then they just give it to someone else and forget about it. Like, like what? Uh, but it doesn't have to be that complex. And so if you get out of that Wall Street complex and just go into something simple like like real estate, for example, you can build wealth uh, very quickly. I want to go back to, well, maybe not very quickly, but more, more methodically, and especially if you start younger. But I want to go back to just what you talked about with the debt piece, for example. Um, you know, one thing that I hit on is that uh, most people, you know, I talk about money. Most people don't understand what money is, and we think we do because we have it in our wallet. Um, but they don't really understand that we're in a debt-based monetary system. So that means that when we talk about the Fed printing money, it's not really how it works. The banks actually create it when you take a loan. So because money is created through debt, then we should use debt if we want to make money. And we have the debt, you know, we have the Dave Ramsey of the world telling everyone, don't get in debt, don't get in debt. Uh, my mentor for 25 years now, one of my good friends, Robert Kiyosaki, he says that Dave Ramsey's right for most people. They shouldn't. 
because most people aren't smart enough to know how to use it. Uh, but hopefully your book can change that. But really um, change the way we look at debt and understand it is dangerous. It's like fire. Right. It can it can warm our house, but it could burn our house down. But it's important if you want to grow to learn how to use good debt versus bad debt. Do you kind of break that distinction down? Yeah, absolutely. Because obviously, if you're using debt to live right for, for lifestyle, it's going to work against yeah. you. But if you're using debt to make a return, if you're using debt to build a business, like every American should own a business. Like any American who doesn't own a business isn't utilizing the tax code correctly. They're not utilizing all of the things they can have in life correctly, right? And, and so like there are certain rules of this game. And, and frankly, if you want a 40 year plan to be able to retire, you know, maybe Dave and maybe, maybe, maybe you know, Robert are right. And at the same time, I I'm, I'm, was, wasn't born for a 40 year plan. I remember making great money living in Orange County, right? Which I know is, you know, your, your home yeah. base, right? California and living in Aliso Viejo, California. And I remember for the first time in my life, having grown up, lived on my own at 16, having coached college baseball, which is like indentured servitude. Um, I finally had a job as a headhunter and I made $250,000. I, I paid $90,000 in taxes, which now, of course, I know better than that. And I saved 50 grand. And I said to myself, wow, this is, this is incredible. I feel amazing about this. But then I started to really look at the equation. Everybody says it's going to take $3 million in order for me to retire. Um, and I lived in, in an expensive part of the world. And I looked at it and I said, well, $3 million, 50000 I said, how am I ever going to yeah. get there? It's going to take me 60 years to save up $3 million. I have to figure out a better plan. I have to fill out, figure out a more accelerated plan if I want to be yeah. free. If when my kids are in high school, if my kids are in college, if I want to be able to be with them, I want to watch them play sports, I want to be able to be that kind of relationship, if I want to make sure that I'm setting up a legacy, right? Even to think about a legacy, I'm just thinking about how I was going to retire, but how do I set up a legacy, right, for my family, for future generations? Like in schools, like they would rather teach them about things that are not, that are not going to have lots of times in their everyday lives. For me, my kids put away money every single month. My kids have their own retirement. My kids have, have having a job and employment, right, where they get paid. My kids own their first house already, and they're six and seven years old. Wow, that's amazing. It's a different game. Yeah, game different. Yeah, I want to dig into that different game. I loved what you just said right there, and I want to break that down for people that are listening so they can have some steps. And, of course, we're talking about your book, Money Shackles, that just came out. It's at therad.com. Go check that out. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show, and I'm sitting down with Dutch Mendenhall. He's the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified, president of the Alternative Investment Association, uh, talking about his book. But I want to dig into what, what he just said there, but I have to take a very quick break. But don't miss it because you're going to want to understand these lessons so you can start to put them back into your own life. I'm going to take a very, very, very quick break, but we'll be right back. So don't go away. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore a Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. I'm sitting down with Dutch Mendenhall. He is the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified, the author of the brand new book called Money Shackles. You can check it out, drad.com. But you said something there, Dutch, right before the break that I just kind of want to unpack a little bit if we can. And you had said um, for you to retire that you were going to need $3 million. Um, And everybody has their own number, whatever that is, one, two, five, whatever. But the problem, and as you highlighted, and I agree with this, is, is that you said, how am I ever going to get the $3 million or the $5 million or whatever it is? And that number, because it seems so big and so unattainable, then why even bother? Or why, you know, am I going to wait 60 years? Um, when maybe I could just come up with $10,000 to buy an $80,000 house in Missouri or Kansas City and then use that passive income to compound and maybe it takes me six, seven years to buy a second house and then three years to another one. Uh, would, if, you, if you didn't want to save for 60 years to get the $3 million, what would be the better way to do it? I mean, you know, buy, buying a house, right, is always going to be an effective tool. Buying real estate. But there's rules to buying real estate, right? Because like you said, what if you bought a house for $80,000 in Missouri or something like that? But at the same time, that's also one of the most dangerous things if you don't know the rules of the game. Because I've seen so many people get burned by buying cheap virtual real estate in some part of the country somewhere, right? And if you don't have the effective tools to know, like, how do you know that the company you're dealing with is legitimate? And it's like every person who ever flips their first home or ever wants to flip their first home because they watched HCD, they're trying to do it on the cheap, they're trying to find the lowest contractor, maybe they're trying to avoid permits and those kind of things. And those are all things that are going to get them destroyed, right? If you're flipping your first home, you got to know what the rule is. Well, the rule on your first home is you're going to need to find someone with a good reputation with a good track record, with a good history, and that their history is public. Because if it's not public, then it's not real. And and so like there's certain rules to those things. For me, it starts off one, what is your daily exchange as a person, right? What is your current monetary exchange? And what I mean is if you're trading time for money, right? Or if you're trading effort for money, which is better than trading time for money, in my opinion, it's very important for you to have a healthy exchange. And if your exchange is too low, now you need to start figuring out how to get your exchange different. So unlike Dave Ramsey, like you said earlier, and I actually think Dave has done a lot of great in the sure. world. And I also think Robert's done incredible. Well, Robert, just, like just to clarify, Robert was saying that most people should listen to him yeah. because most people sh- probably shouldn't play with fire, shouldn't play with debt, but Robert does. Robert plays with massive amounts of debt. His story was he backed up the truck with debt in 2008, sure. and he's a billionaire today. Uh, but he was saying most people, because they don't yeah. have the mental capital to play with it, they shouldn't. But anyway, keep going. And so there's this exchange part of it. So my, my, my first rule is if your exchange isn't enough, where the, like if you only have $1,000 to make an investment, then your exchange in life is definitely not high enough as a person. And so we've got to help you create a higher monetary exchange in, in your life. And a lot of people start to equate the amount of money they make to who they are as a person. And, and who you are as a person has nothing to do 
with the amount of money you make. It's your understanding of how money works and what the exchange either for effort or, or, or time is. And so if you only have $1,000, my first rule is you don't actually make that as an investment. Um, to me, you don't make that. What you do is you invest that in yourself. Mm, I love that. It's a better investment because if they invest in themselves, then they can change their exchange. Like for me, that, that first amount of money, the first time I ever had money in my life, I could have took that first $50,000 and yes, I could have invested that maybe in my first piece of real estate or maybe I could have invested that into the stock market or somewhere else. But where I invested it, it was into my own learning curve. I really accelerated my understanding of entrepreneurship, um, money, businesses, being able to build something incredible. And so for me, that first investment is into yourself as a human being. Like one of the things with every rad employee we have is we have one scholarship programs for them and their kids and their families. But number two is like anytime they bring me education, knowledge, even if it's not rad related, we pay for it as a company. Because I've learned that if I can increase their abilities and I increase their knowledge, then that changes their exchanges, which changes our exchanges as a company out there in the marketplace. So number one, right, make healthier exchange for, for your money. No, number two, choose your vehicle. Make sure you start to become a knowledge expert in your vehicle. If you have a lot of money um, and, and you just want cash flow and you want safety, then real estate might be a great option and you do cash flow real estate. If you don't have a lot of money and it's time for you to start accelerating your wealth, then obviously you're going to need to use leverage and debt to your advantage. Um, so many veterans, we have a lot of veterans we work with. We have a lot of special operations, special forces, uh, individuals that work in our company. As we work with veterans, they don't realize that their ability to go buy a house, right, is in their fingertips. There's so many ways for them to buy a house effectively, but instead of them saving $300,000 for a lifetime to get it working for them, in their first house, the moment they buy it, its appreciation and its ability to grow in value is instant, but they're out there renting. And so you really need to get to a point where you, we can figure out how you can get home ownership, um, how you can get your first rental. Now, I'm different than a lot of people, right? Some people would say, buy a home, pay it off. For me, buy your first rental property. I would rather have a rental property even before I would have my own home. Yep. For me, I remember my father-in-law, and this is pretty funny, he was yep. telling me all the time about owning my own home. And I'm like, Ernie, I own a dozen homes. I don't need to own my, own my own home. Because the reality is, is I figured out in that system that renters paying off my debt, right? Um, others, people's money, which is obviously the great leverage, right? For you in real estate and, and wealth, it was more effective. And the growth of those properties also meant that I had this massive tax write-off when it came to depreciation. Yep. And so the rental properties for me was far smarter, especially when I was building from scratch, building building from early on. But he's also, you know, got, got, got a different way of doing it. And at the same time, I feel like if you want to accelerate it, there's a better way. Yeah, I, I, I certainly agree with that. It's, it's what I did in my own life. I started buying um, properties, fixing and flipping them. I didn't own my house. I rented. Uh, it wasn't until much later that I actually bought a house for myself when I got married and had a kid. Uh, then in 2008, I got wiped out. I had to start over again. And uh, instead of going and buying a home, I started buying investments again. And I, I was a renter for like about eight years. And, uh, you know, my kids were growing up and I would have loved to have a house for my kids without having to rent. But it was like, look, man, I, I'm going to put this much money down um, to have the same payment as I can just rent for. But I could put that money into other investments and make multiple times on my on my payment. Why would I do that? And so I just continued to invest, invest until the point where I got to the point where I had enough money where I didn't care anymore. Not that I don't have any cares anymore, but I didn't care about like, do I own or rent? I'm like, I'm just going to rent. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to buy. Uh, but but I agree. I did it in my own life twice. I think it's the sacrifice that everyone needs to make as well. Um, get your money working first. Yeah. It, it, for me, this is a fun, fun game, right? I, I love this part of it. And so for me, you know, like some people, you know, they want to become an NBA champion. They want to 
go win the World Series. And I think those are, are beautiful, amazing pursuits. For me, I got to a point in time where I started looking at money and I started looking at the game and like, I want to be the best. I wanted to get to that point. It's like that Kobe Bryant mentality, especially you're out in California, yeah. right? Where I just, you know, wanted to be a mamba of, of, of real estate and, and investing. And, and now that we've achieved these financial, you know, pinnacles, it's how do we help others do that? Because what I started to realize when our students came to me and they said, Dutch, your education's great. We, lo we love the training, but, but invest with us. Put your money where your mouth is. A lot of people teach and they don't train. Some people train and they don't do. Yeah. And they just said, like, prove it. Do it with us. And so when I started investing together, I went from a few million dollars in my own, my own empire, right? My own little universe, right? To hundreds of millions of dollars in, in a short number of years because we started doing it together. And I think that's the beautiful part about alternative investing, the Jobs Act, 2012, the alternative to Wall Street, is that ability to be able to co-invest, to do it together, that you're not alone. And I think so many people with their money, that there's this part of them where they just feel alone. And, and, and that kind of sucks because they don't have to be. But at the same time, who do you listen to? There's so much get quick rich, right? When I say an accelerated plan to wealth, I'm not talking about get quick rich. I'm not going to tell you sit on a couch with a remote control and, and somehow you're going to buy a, you know, a piece of real yeah. estate and, and some Bitcoin and, and Yugoslavia and suddenly you're going to become a billionaire, right? What I am going to say is there's a systematic process. There's a systematic step by step that if we can follow it and we can do it together, the wealth you can achieve is is it's fun. Yeah, well, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. You know, unfortunately, uh, on an earlier segment, I was talking about how Vladimir Lenin, uh, uh, president of Russia, and he said that the best way to destroy the currency, uh, I'm sorry, to destroy capitalism is to destroy the currency through inflation. And then you would destroy inflate with inflation so much that the best way to get rich would be with gambling or theft. And so that's exactly kind of where the world we're in. Everybody wants to get rich quick. And so we're all trying to gamble. What's the next crypto? What's the next AI? What's the next whatever options trade or whatever it is or scheme or scam? Um, and unfortunately, you know, the road to wealth is pretty straightforward. It just doesn't come overnight, but it can come quickly if you know what you're doing. If you're just tuned in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. I'm sitting down with Dutch Mendenhall. He's the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified. We're talking about his brand new book called Money Shackles. And I want to get into, I got to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to get into some of these methodical steps that people could start taking in their own lives. So we'll cover that when we come back. You don't want to miss this. It's actionable. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people. 
in an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. And I am sitting down with Dutch Mendehall. He is the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified, president of the Alternative Investment Association. We've been talking about his new book, Money Shackles, and some things that the average person can do to really kind of put themselves ahead. And uh, you'd said that there's maybe a few methodical steps that people could take. Maybe just give a couple of those steps kind of briefly so people might know a little bit of a roadmap for themselves. Yeah, I mean, obviously, step number one is, is knowledge, right? Decide that you're going to make this a pursuit. If you want to be a millionaire, you want to be a multimillionaire, step number one is you have to decide you're going to be a multimillionaire. Once you've made that decision, then you got to follow it up with a knowledge chase. If you're chasing the knowledge hard and you're gaining the knowledge, then you need to breathe a little bit because sometimes people start to get in a rush and that's where they start to make yeah. mistakes. And so they got to make sure that they're, they're taking their time, but they're moving with urgency all at the same time. In Money Shackles, we have these charts and they're called our freedom charts where they take them step by step through some of these. And some of them are mental, but some of them are actual tangible, you know, very specific financial step by step. Like if you're not budgeting, if you're not at least taking them the, the time, right, every single month, and you can do this through some really easy applications and easy apps where you know, here's how much money you made, here's how much money you spent. What's in the middle, right? And that yeah. part in the middle, and, and it, it's mind blowing, but nobody teaches yeah. you this growing up. I didn't know what a credit card was at 18 years old. It's a lot of people do, but some people don't. And so, you know, credit is important, right? I recently, I saw a video of someone saying, credit up your credit cards, you know, get rid of your, I'm like, you need credit. Yeah. We live in a debt system like you were saying earlier, Mark. It, it, it's critical. Yeah, yeah it's so good. Now, you know, some of the things that we have today, unfortunately, I, I get thousands of, well, not unfortunately, I get thousands of comments across my, my social platforms during the week. And unfortunately, I see too many comments of people who are victims. And why even bother? The system's rigged against me. I'm never going to get ahead and blah, 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 blah. Even though we know that's not true because we see people every day getting ahead. But I think a lot of it comes down to sort of like this economic discrimination where really the kind of rules are set up to kind of favor a certain group of people. So, for example, like accredited investor laws or something like that. Uh, what's your take on the economic discrimination and uh, potentially, you know, a group of people being held back by something like that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. The, the system's rigged when you don't have the knowledge, right? When you don't have the understanding of what, what, what's possible. But after you have the knowledge, you have to have this belief system on what you can do and, and what's possible. And so what people are doing is they're rigging the system against themselves. But then there's this, this part of it and this economic discrimination thing. It, it's really mind blowing. I, I would love for our voices, Mark, to carry out and shout out and say, hey, politicians, 2024 election, right? Change what this is forever. Yeah. It is absolutely accredited versus non-accredited investor is discriminatory. It's economic discrimination. It's the last fully legal discrimination I've heard of in, in our country. When you tell someone that they don't have the same equal opportunity as someone just because they have more money, um, it's mind blowing to me. Like we all are supposed to have an equal pursuit of happiness. Well, that is impossible with the accredited, non-accredited. And, and what's the Jobs Act did in 2012 is they kind of changed the game a little bit in the sense that they said, hey, there's these non-accredited investors can invest in these regulations, non-traded but public companies, and they can have access to investments, and but they can only invest 10% of their savings or income. That's discriminatory. If you're gonna put a label on me because of how much money I have and limit my opportunities or give me more opportunities on what I can invest into, it, it's embarrassing in a country um, that has gotten as far as we have, but you can't allow that to affect you 
as an investor because you can't control what they're doing. We can have a voice, we, we can get behind this, this mission together. And I've had a, a lot of thought leaders across America start to take up this chant and this belief with me because it, it, it's powerful and, and important. It's one of the reasons I started getting into farmland. I realized that the CCP, right, um, were buying land in America, yeah. right? China was buying land in America. You know, recently there's been a lawsuit. I actually think it's in California, right? I told Gavin Newsom, like, I said, you got to step up, right? I, I, I did this great video on it because, like, he needs to step up and put an end to it. There's, you know, uh, acreage bought right around a military base. So we started buying American farmland when the pandemic hit, and we found that every single acre of land is just like an apartment, just like a rental. And if we can maximize the income on it, we can really increase the value of farmland. So we opened Route America, our newest investment fund, because there's certain things like, if you're going to have a belief, I say like, if you don't believe in our warriors and our soldiers here in America, then don't invest with us. If you don't believe that, that you know, we have the greatest military and that's why we're safe here in the U.S. and why we don't have to walk down the street and worry about an IED going off or worry, you know, they, they've kept us safe. And so we believe in our land and we believe in our country. The reason I wrote Money Shackles is because I want to help everyday Americans redefine their American dream, build a financial prosperity. And if we don't put money behind these missions and behind these causes, they'll never have power. Right. And, and money is power and money is a part of power in America. And it's important that Americans understand that. And so they have to choose what they're going to invest in wisely. And if they just blindly give their money to to the to the wrong companies and the wrong organizations that aren't, aren't furthering the protection of this country, the lifting up of everyday Americans, it, it, they're making a mistake. Tell me more about that farmland piece, because I know that farmland is a, is a great investment. We've seen, you know, like the news headlines going around where not only the CCP, but, you know, Bill Gates also becoming like the largest uh, owner of, of farmland. Certainly, I'm happy to kind of maybe dip my toe in the conspiratorial waters, if you will. But part of the reason why Bill Gates buys farmland is because it's a dang good investment. Maybe break that down a little bit, uh, how, how you look at investing in farmland, why you think it's important from an investment standpoint, not just from a, a land standpoint. Farmland in America, you know, can, can range anywhere from $1,500 an acre to all the way up to six, $7,000 an acre, right, um, in the last decade. Now, we have found that we believe that farmland prices, right, per acre fully, you know, irrigated, fully running farmland will be anywhere from 10,000 all the way up to a named farm up to 20,000 an acre, right? Um, there's a bunch of athletes that bought, you know, farmland uh, acreage in Iowa for $30,000 an acre. And so, you know, just the long-term play value play of farmland is incredible. But in the meantime, what's incredible about this is it produces income. And what I, what I found is that, that for us as a company, we have the ability to you know, take irrigation to net new levels where we use less water, but the land is more taken care of. Um, to take soil testing to another level so that it yields more crops, right? We're a big believer in, in natural and pure farming. Um, we even do some no-till farming so that the land in, is growing and being replenished because soil is one of our great natural resources in, in America. We're one of the great food suppliers in the world. And so our ability to take farm, increase the income, um, be able to take, you know, in some ways it was take advantage of what hyperinflation was going to bring. I knew that there were supply chain issues when the pandemic hit. I knew that Russia and Ukraine were fighting wars. And so Ukraine's the largest producer of wheat in the world. So we planted wheat on our farms and, and, and we went up 2x, right, in value over, over that period of time. And so for us, it's about, you know, what's going to produce the maximum return for our investors, but also protect our country and be a good, good investment for people. And so I, I love farmland. Like we've gone from uh, a few hundred acres to thousands and thousands and thousands of acres as, as a company. And we opened Route America because we saw this as, you know, instead of Bill Gates owning it or Bezos, which people don't talk about who owns a crap ton of farmland. Right. 
as, as as well, right? And I don't have anything against you know wealthy wealthy Americans owning farmland unless unless they have nefarious purposes or causes, right? And so for me, I'd rather you know keep foreign countries from owning American farmland, which is important to me. And and laws have passed in Arkansas, Iowa, Florida, right, Lim, li, limiting that. And I think every state in America should, should should limit that. And so for me, buying this farmland, making it produce great income, um, taking care of the land. Um, keeping developers out who who want to turn good American farms into you know the next high rise. There's plenty of land that isn't farmland that they can turn into the next high yeah. rise. And so for me, it's about making these great investments. But the returns have been mind blowing. Our, our one Weezer farm we bought for eight million dollars. Um, we sold off 168 acres and made a five hundred thousand dollar profit on it. And the last appraisal we had in December of 2022 was twenty four point five million dollars wow. on the property. And now, as an average American, you could say, well, I could never buy that myself. I, I get it. Neither could I. So the, the question was come down, and I'm very wealthy. And so the question comes down is, is how did we do that? Well, we did it together through the fractionalized ownership, through the systems. I mean, we've become one of the largest crowd funders in America. And for me, investing in the right things with that money is critical. I always say to my investors, it's your money. Let us be a steward. Let us be a guy. Let's put, put it to work for you. Right. And, and there's other companies that are incredible that people can invest into. And so in Money Shackles, we actually give all the crowdfunding platforms that we think people can, can go to and, and really take a look at alternative investments. We give you the tools. It, it, it's an awesome way to do, man. I'm, 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 thank you for yeah, letting me share that's it. That's awesome. I, I love farmland. Farmland's been a great way to store wealth for a long period of time. Uh, and it's important to keep it decentralized. Um, so I'm, I'm all in on farmland, maybe because my, uh, my grandfather was a farmer. My father was a farmer. If you just tune in, you've been listening to the Mark Moss Show. I've been sitting down with Dutch Mendenhall. He's the co-founder and CEO of Rad Diversified, president of the Alternative Investment Association. And we've been talking about his brand new book titled Money Shackles. Highly recommend you checking it out. It's well worth your time. Adding some of that information, that knowledge into your life is going to make a big difference. Check it out at therad.com. That's T-H-E-R-A-D.com. And that's what we got for today. Thanks so much for listening. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore a Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to Brand New on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.